Welcome to Relationships GPS with Anna and Madalina. This podcast is an honest conversation on navigating relationships, love and intimacy. Hello and welcome. Today we are going to talk about how to choose a partner. In the last episode, we discussed the reasons why people choose to be in relationships. And if you are interested to find out, please go and listen that episode first. So, a little bit about research. Anna? Hi, guys, and welcome back. Yes, so let's dive in a little bit into numbers. And according to the latest study, people approximately take six months on average 172 days to understand if the person they're dating are actually a perfect match for a long-committed relationship or a marriage. So just wanted to highlight that we will be talking about uh, more of a committed relationship because... uh, Marriage may happen, may not happen, but this is what we will be concentrating and focusing. Well, that's actually true, Anna. From my personal experience, I found out that at least six months is a minimum time to understand the other person, who they are, some shallow characteristics and and who they are. And if you like to be around that person, But I heard that if you want to marry with someone, you will need to spend at least two years. So that will be two cycles of Christmas, Easter, or even go in the holidays and see how they react with family, friends, going maybe in stressful situations. So... It really takes time to to understand and to, I would say not to know your person, but to have a feeling about that person. And one of the other things that I wanted to say about choosing a partner is that we spend a lot of time choosing other things in our life, like our career, our universities, even when we want to buy a car. But when we think about choosing a partner, we go blindly and we date the first person that swipes right on a dating app. And most of us, we think that, oh, love should be spontaneous. It should be something, quote, naturally. Or is it destiny or the destiny put this person in front of me? Um, But I want to highlight that these are social scripts. This is what we learn from our society, from our parents. And maybe this is not our personal script. This is not what we think. So it's really interesting and it's really important to realize what you think and what other people think and if it's matching. Yeah, as we mentioned uh, in other episodes, I think your life, uh, your choices. Yes, so don't get into this shopping list of getting uh, a degree, getting a job, getting a partner, getting married, getting a child, getting a house (laughs) or a car or in any other order. So guys, it will be absolutely your timeline. There is no right or wrong timing for anything. And there is no, I'm too late or I'm sorry, I'm too old or I'm too young. You have to connect to yourself, feel what exactly you want and need and where is your life is unfolding and then just follow the intuition. And actually, this leads to the first step 
on dating, first, first, you need to know yourself. What you want, what you need, what you expect. And you need to ask the question, would you date yourself? And it's a little bit interesting because you think most of the time, oh, I want this person to have to be tall, to have blue eyes, I don't know, to have this kind of condition. But you don't think, oh, who am I? What do I need? Do I really need a tall person? Do I really need a person that is, um, I don't know, maybe successful with a successful career? It's really important to understand who you are and what you need. Anna, I know that recently you, not quite recently, you, you started a new relationship. How did you manage this process? Yeah, but actually I would like to start at the very, very beginning just to add a little bit to what Madalena just mentioned. I have to say I've been married the first time when I was 22. So looking back to my 22, I would say I was not mature enough and I just didn't um, determine it what exactly what I want and how I want my life to unfold. I had this, as Madalena just mentioned, social script. I wanted to get married, especially if anybody from Russia or Eastern countries are listening. If you're not married before 25, there is something wrong with you. True. If you don't have a kid before 30, there is something wrong with you. So unfortunately, it had a huge influence on me. And I really wanted to just literally tick my boxes, which was, I think, one of the hugest mistakes. Just do not rush into relationship, yeah? Do not fall into this. And don't try to tick boxes because it may work against you um, in the long run. So as you understand, at 22, I just blindly fall into a social script. <laughs> Let's call it like this. And when I got into understanding of who I am as a human being and where I'm looking for and where I want to go in the next 5, 10, 20 years and who I want to be and which kind of energy I represent, I think like it all makes so much sense. And I call it just to be a mature person. So when I started my um, uh, new relationships, which I'm right now, I was like, okay, my first relationship did not work. So I was literally, as Marlena mentioned, take the pen, turn the paper and get into this project management of your life. Okay, this is, didn't work. Why? What do I want? How? Where I'm going? What are the most important? Yes, where I'm fluid and where I'm absolutely strict. So from my very personal experience, I was thinking, okay, the love language is extremely important to understand and we would like just to highlight it in this episode and uh, we will discuss it with Madalina in the next one. Just dive into details, just to name them. It's the words of affirmation, act of service, receiving gifts, quality time or physical touch. And of course, all, every one of us is a rainbow. So we have, we have representation of each of them, but there is obviously domination. So as I understood, for me, the quality time will be the number top priority. And believe it or not, of course, yes, 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 it will affect my further choices. For example, for me, extremely critical if me and my partner will be um, 
interested in something like a hobby. Like, yeah, I love tennis. I love yoga. I don't ask you to do yoga, but you, you know, I want you to understand that it's so important for me. And I love traveling, so this person will have to travel. <laughs> I have to say there is no other choice. Otherwise, I'll just travel in alone, and it's not going to work, right? So those are things I was like, okay, yes, I need quality time. I need to spend time together with this person. Uh, so this will be my super number one tip and tick for me. Uh, the other two following things I actually took, uh, not like I was thinking I really need and wanted, but I understood it deeply didn't work in my previous relationship and such things as uh, money and sex, two big ones, right? <laughs> Um, so money-wise, I understood uh, how important for me to be in control of my money and not to be dependent on other person. Because money represents power. And yes, we will be talking, because it's a huge topic, it's one of the top reasons for divorce or separation. So we will cover, be covering this topic later on as well. But for me, it was like, yes, I want you and me work as two partners. We both contribute. We both work it out together. There is no dependency on any side. But at the same time, I don't accept the reason, uh, the idea of 50-50, because I think it's a little bit... Um, it just doesn't resonate with me. I think we both need to contribute. We both need to work it out. And if you split the bill with me 50-50 cent to cent, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work. And I'm sure that uh, many people had uh, similar experiences. Mm, true, 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 true. Actually, I wanted to say something related uh, related with money. And it's more... The way you um, you spend money, the idea of power and money. And I met someone that told me very clear from the very beginning, I would not date a girl that has not the same power, financial power as me, because I have a lifestyle that I love and I don't want to pay for her. If you cannot keep up with me on my lifestyle, then you're not my type and that was like very clear and also uh, coming from money going to lifestyle we all have a different lifestyle in terms of what we like what we do how we dress what kind of shops we're going to and it is very important how you manage money how you manage your lifestyle i have been in a relationship with guys that they had a certain lifestyle they wanted fancy restaurants they wanted fancy brands they liked to go in expensive hotels but they didn't have the money and they always go into debt into credit cards and being in relationship with this kind of person if you're not the same and if you don't enjoy it then it's not gonna work yes literally it's not gonna work you had the same experience yes absolutely and i have to say this spending patterns yes because uh, it's 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 critical and it will be linked unfortunately i mean they're all kind of interconnected so for example right now we are both uh, in our relationship we are both pretty much financial minimalists so we know where we're spending money we know how to save money and this will affect our vision because as a vision for example for us we wanted to have a flood we wanted to buy our first house and that's what allow us this to happen 
because in my other relationship, my partner was into lifestyle that I couldn't afford because he would not stay in the hotel unless it is five stars. He wanted to go shopping in Harrods. I don't know if you know, yeah, but it's one of the top and poshest shops in London. And that was it, was his thing. And I had different visions. I want to take it simple, not to a restriction of <laughs> absolutely nothing, but have it very much balanced because I wanted to see, okay, where I am in five years, when I am in 10 years and not being in death and has like in not moving anywhere further. So this is a huge and it's literally affect every day of your life. So at certain point, it can be a big pain in relationships. Yes. And like you said, this is the main reason why people divorce. Yeah. I think one of the other things that was important for me was honest conversation with myself, what kind of person I need in my life. I think most of the women like power. And also I think maybe probably for the East, East European women, it's more uh, stronger, this belief that we need a powerful man. And power means also a person that has a great career, that uh, is successful. Well, this is how I understand power. But then I realized I was actually listening to another podcast. There was a very good question. Do you want a partner that has, I don't know, he's into uh, business, he's working his ass off uh, 15 hours per day and you support that person and you're happy for their success and you're happy that he is getting powerful. Or you want somebody that is 9 to 5 and at 5.30 he's at home in your arms and you spend 5 hours per day together and they have a normal job, they have like a regular job, you have a regular job and it's okay because you have this bubble of togetherness, closeness and happiness. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I love power, but I like the closeness more. I like somebody that is close to me. And if I need to go on holidays, I know that he can go with me because he's not spending time going to conferences or whatever. I want somebody closer to me than maybe other people. I think more than status and image, I like someone close to me. How is your style, Anna? Well, um, I like the dynamic and I love the people ambitious. And I I have a lot of things that I'm doing out of my nine to five, uh, like this podcast, for example. And uh, I would support and I want to be supported by my partner in anything I do, because I think this is crucial for me as well. But, 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 yes, I think that it should be literally an agreement because, I mean, life is busy. And we need to block out this time. I know it may sound like really pragmatic, but we should agree on this. And like two hours in the evening, no phones, no technology, just me and you just having a conversation. Without this, uh, no podcast, no career, nothing will make any sense to me. So that will be a priority. And then um, you just walk it out together to a balanced degree. Well, that is actually life. For me, it's more it's important to have that safety, yeah. security space at home. So I like home to be home and to call it yeah. home. One of the other values or like 
things that you should think of or I think of or let me put it this way I receive a lot of advices of what kind of guys I should date and from my parents and from my friends from Romania they always tell me find a person from the same country because they will understand you they will understand your jokes they will have the same cultural reference and you are very similar it will work but my gut feeling is that i don't want that much similarity i want something more different and it's very normal to want uh, different things oh yeah And I would go more for somebody that has more or less the same education as me rather than to have the same ethnicity. So for me, it's more important to have um, an interesting conversation and an intellectual conversation rather than to speak in the same language. Yes, I think it's a brilliant point. And actually, it um, it's been so critical for me. But I understood from experience, not that I thought about it, uh, I thought, Just like you, Madalena, yes, I wanted the same level of where we are standing. But the most important and critical to me was actually having the same experience. So uh, let me explain it to you. Because, for example, my current partner, whatever you want to make a joke out of it or not, uh, we are both being married, we are both being divorced. So I know he's been in a relationship for over five years. I've been um, in a relationship for 10 years and I've been married and living together for over six years. So I could understand this person want a long committed relationship. And being in a long relationship for five years means a lot to me because I know that every day you're going through compromise. You're going through compromise, it shape you, you shape it. And it's not uh, absolutely party every day. I could feel his experience, I could feel his pain in a way. Yeah, this person that I'm right now, uh, he also moved countries, so he know that. So he'd been through so many similar experiences just like me, so we kind of resonated together. So that was so important for me. Yes, and I think it's more important, like you said, it's more important to understand the other person from the experiential point rather than if you're, I don't know, if you're coming from the same country. But also I want to say that if you're coming from the same country, you kind of have the same, quote, problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's more like, oh, but we all, we have this kind of a cultural background that we do things in a certain way. And most importantly, we would raise kids in a certain way. And I didn't realize this until the point that I came in this country and I was like, oh my God, I have so many, like I was telling you at the beginning, social patterns that I wasn't aware of it. Oh, this is different here. This is different here. Oh my God, yes, I love this diversity. I love that I can see other perspectives. And if you choose somebody from the same country, I don't think you can see these differences. Yeah. Maybe? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> well, I felt the same when the very first time I moved to the United States, as I said in my bio, and none of my partners been from Russia, and I absolutely love it, and I can't see it. I can't even imagine this. So for me, it's a big no-no. I want to grow. I want a diversity. I want to be different. Yeah, well, same here. And 
I think the list can be as long as you can imagine. We can talk anything about, I don't know, how do you react, how you want to be comforted, uh, if you're more active, if you're not active, uh, or anything like that. But it's really important to make this list of criteria or values and needs. What you don't like and what you hate is really important to, to think this way. And yes, it is important to see where you can have clashing values. What I kind of said at the beginning, what you're very firm on this, like I cannot be with a person that, I don't know, smokes, that's very important, or is addicted to anything. Or uh, what is something that you're more flexible like, oh, I'm not bothered about this. So yes, I can be with somebody that smokes. So you have to think very, very careful. What you want, what you need, what you're very strict on it, and what you're flexible. So that will give you an idea what kind of person you would want and where to find it. Yes, absolutely. I think you need to, um, once you're done with your list and everything, just uh, highlight top three, five. Yes, because it will be very difficult if you go beyond this. If you will make firm 10 of them, it will be really, really difficult to <laughs> match with anyone. Yeah. Okay, please. You you're going to search a unique yes, one. <laughs> which is literally impossible. Please do remember that you're not perfect. Yes, and no one is perfect. So it's all about, yes, a relationship is a dance. So please, 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 you understand it will never, ever be perfect. Yes, you will have to compromise. Sometimes you will lead, sometimes he will lead, sometimes you will say sorry, sometimes he will say sorry, and so on and so on. Okay, I think we can leave it like this for now. I have a strong feeling that we're going to redo this episode in a while with comments from people and we're going to add more on the list. Uh, so guys, please comment your list, comment your priorities in life, what you think is important for you. And yes, let us know, let us know what what we didn't touch in this episode and what we should definitely talk about it so the next episode would be about first date yes and how to arrange it to have a win-win situation yeah so let's go for the first date together how to prepare before it how to behave in the date itself uh so you don't need to literally get crazy and escape from this date so let's go step by step what would be the best possible options yes even go through some questions you actually need to mention i have it in my mind believe me the first date with my current partner was a bomb i don't know how he survived this <laughs> <laughs> well you did a good job because you're still together after three years right yeah, yeah i'm still surprised i'm impressed <laughs> Well, it's all, it's it sounds like it's working. So we're going to share this in the next episode. Absolutely. Great. So thank you and see you next time. Thank you for listening, guys. Have a good one and ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening until the end. Please follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Relationships GPS. If you have any feedback or you want to share your story with us, get in touch.